Alan Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. So where we are on University Parks Drive, our building is the Simpson Athletic and Academic Center, and our uh, next-door neighbor is the Mayborn Museum. Uh, and I was over there this morning. I got to read books to uh, some youngsters that were there. Saw that on Twitter. Did you? Yeah. All right. Yeah. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Uh, it was really fun. I mean, it was very, very well organized. Thanks to Melissa Pennington for the invitation to come there. Really good group was there that included uh, all three of my grandsons. So Truett was there, and Turner was there, and Wesley was there, and that was fun. Um, but a really good group uh, was there, and the kids, you know, uh, kind of kind of all ages. I mean, there's no age limit, either young or old, so there were kids... You know, pretty good age range in there. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. So the books that I read, they, they assigned me to read was, uh, number one was uh, How to Babysit Your Grandpa. <laughs> Maybe getting the title wrong, but it's something like that. Mm-hmm. Instead of a grandpa babysitting right, someone, right. how to babysit your grandpa. And that was a good one. I think very well received. The other one was Good Night, Baylor Bears, which was great. So uh, really, really fun and a good group. And I'm telling you, that Mayborn Museum, they've got it going. Man. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on a Tuesday. Glad you're with us, ESPN Central Texas. Yeah, fun visit to the uh, Mayborn Museum yesterday. And uh, it was, like I said, uh, like that clip said at the very end, they've got it going. There is a lot going on at the Mayborn Museum. Yeah, you know, when uh, when Matt and Tom broadcast live from the Natural History Museum in yeah. Fort Worth, which yeah. I've been to, and it's a great museum, and uh, Matt kind of put me on the spot. He's like, what's your favorite local museum? And I was <laughs> like, the Mayburn. Yeah. You know, I was like, uh, growing up, it was the Strecker, but they kind of right. transferred everything from there over to the Mayburn. Plus, and improved add, it. Yeah, plus <laughs> added about, you know, a, a thousand new things. But, <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a great museum for adults. It's a great museum for kids. They, I mean, it's an amazing museum for kids. Yeah. They have so many things to do. And that's not talking about the special exhibits that they have coming through, which now is what yeah. right now it's the DC heroes. Right, right. Plus they have the reading events that you were a part of yesterday. Yeah. I mean, it's just, if you're, if you haven't went go and if you have children, take them. Yeah. It's a great day for the whole family. It really there is. is so much in there. It is. There's I can't, so I can't even there. describe everything that's yeah. there. It's, it's such a great museum. I can't, uh, we could spend the whole hour talking about yeah. everything there. Yeah, a lot of good stuff there at the Mayborn Museum. I was there uh, reading yesterday, and that was a lot of fun. Thanks again to the uh, uh, Mayborn folks, Melissa Pennington, for the invitation. But a lot of fun to be there and then just walk around and really get a short tour, just a short tour of some of the things that uh, they have there at the Mayborn. 
All right, welcome in. Glad you're with us on this Tuesday afternoon. Uh, how about this, uh, Aaron? It is an All-Big 12 Women's College World Series Championship Series, but it happens to be Texas and Oklahoma, the two teams that are leading <laughs> right, the right. Big 12. Yeah. And there are two Big 12 baseball teams that are still alive, moving on into Super <laughs> Regionals, and they happen to be Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah, not ideal, but, you know, hey, there's – at this point, they're still in the Big 12. So. They are. That's right. They are still in the Big 12. The Big 12 conference is, I think, uh, taking the high road, promoting you know the, these schools. And, and what else would you do? You're not going right. to ignore you know them just because they're leaving at some point in the near future. But uh, how about that? So two baseball, two softball teams still alive, and both of them are Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah. A uh, few, uh, few quick stats from Oklahoma. Winning yesterday over yeah. UCLA, and yeah. you know they lost the first game seven to three. Right. That made them very angry, <laughs> and so the next game they won fifteen to nothing. That right. that is the uh, biggest margin of victory in the history of the Women's College World Series. Is that right? Yes, and that was also their fortieth run rule win out of their fifty six wins this Golly, year. Their fifty six run rule. Yeah. They're fifty six and three on the year, and forty have been run rule games. It's it's just mind boggling how is. dominant they've been. It is, and they were again yesterday. And we said that when we were on yesterday, they were playing that second game. They were up six to nothing. Uh oh, <laughs> on their way. Uh oh, it's ten nothing. Oh, just like that, it's fifteen. And they just kept pitching to you know Jocelyn Allo. Yeah, to yeah. to Allo. Yeah, yeah, I was you know I was going to say Oklahoma's Babe Ruth or Barry Bonds or whoever right. you want to compare it to. You know that hits. Uh, but I mean, she's just incredible. We I know we talked about this yesterday, but I would she would never see a strike if I was a coach. She yeah. just wouldn't. Yeah. I don't care if the bases are loaded. And you saw that yesterday. She hit the grand slam. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was already six to nothing. But that one just kind of buried any hope that they had of coming back because they had scored seven runs in the first game. So you could say uh, maybe ten, not so much. Right. <laughs> they never looked back from there. But yeah, they just kept pitching to her, and she just kept crushing pitches. You know. I think she had seven or eight RBIs to go along with that grand slam. That's wild. So Oklahoma wins. They get a spot in the championship series. Then Oklahoma State and Texas play last night. Cowgirls didn't have a loss. Cowgirls didn't have a loss in the World Series. They didn't have a loss in postseason at all in playing Texas. And uh, and Texas won the first game five to nothing. So it forced a uh, you know, kind of a winner-take-all second game. The winner moves on into the championship series. The loser is done for the year. And how about uh, Oklahoma State jumps out to a 5 nothing lead on Texas in that second game last night. 5 nothing in softball? That's a big lead. It is. That is a big lead. And then all of a sudden, Texas starts battling back. They get three on the, br- on the board in the fourth inning. They get three on the board in the fifth inning, and all of a sudden they lead it six to five. And from there, Haley Dolcini on the in in the circle just shuts them down and ends it. And Texas wins both games over Oklahoma State to advance to the championship series final. It and I, there we've talked about it ad nauseum. There are many teams that I don't like. Oklahoma State's not one of them. Mm-hmm. I. I have no problem cheering and rooting for them when they're not playing Baylor. But that being said, it has not been a fun year, I don't think, to be an Oklahoma State Ooh, that's athletic a good point. supporter. I didn't think about I that. I mean, they've had a great year, but 
You think about the Big 12 championship game, how close they were to winning the title, you know, and Jared, Jared McVay makes that stop yeah. and they don't. And then they're one win away from going to the College World Series championships and, and taking on Oklahoma, an Oklahoma team who they beat the last time they played. Yeah. yeah. And they get double dipped by Texas. It's just. That's wild. Been, it's been a successful but still very tough athletic season for Oklahoma State. That's a really good point. I hadn't thought about that. Uh, I've got some Oklahoma State friends that are here in town. Dan Ingham's one of them. Sarah Jamar is another one and and very supportive of their school. But uh, they, they, you're right. They've had great success, but they've had some really heartbreaking, gut-wrenching losses this year also. Yep. It's <laughs> – I don't even think I've had plenty and you have too, obviously in in our lifetimes, you know, as, as Baylor fans, but that's two pretty big ones to have in the same, you know, yeah, same, same uh, athletic year count, athletic calendar year, however you want to say it. Uh, Two pretty rough ones. Yeah, that's true. All right. So that fifth inning last night, the way it played out, um, Texas had scored so it was five to three, Oklahoma State on top. Fifth inning, uh, Longhorns batting, and a uh, ball hit to right field. An error on the right fielder. Ball gets under her glove, throws it back in. They try to get the runner, trying to move from first to second. Throw the ball into left field. That's another error. Two run score. So on the in, on that crazy play, two errors, maybe three errors on that play. Uh, Texas scores three runs and takes the lead six to five on one wacky play in the fifth inning. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> I, oh man, glad I'm a Baylor fan and not <laughs> Oklahoma State fan right now. For a team that's really good, yeah. I mean, obviously really good, finished second in the Big 12, uh, hosted a regional, you know, uh, number seven national, no, it's baseball, um, or is that softball? Number seven national seed. They did host a regional in baseball. They, they did, yes, mm-hmm. yes. And um, so really, really good team. But then to kick it around like that, uh, and that's the way you lose the game. And then again, Haley Dolcini slams the door, final three innings, nothing for Oklahoma State. And uh, Texas wins the second game 6-5 to five after trailing 5 to nothing. That's tough. That's tough. Here's Mike White, the Texas head coach, uh, talking about that play that really keyed the Longhorns' win in Game 2. It's kind of ironic because, uh, you know, we have been shooting ourselves in the foot all year, and and especially against OSU, and, uh, you know, we've beaten ourselves a lot of times by making errors. You know, they've really put a lot of pressure on with their speed and their ability to do the short game and you don't know what's coming. And, uh, you know, we've kind of hurt ourselves. And, and today it was, you know, they kind of put the, we put the pressure on them and it reversed itself. So our defense played fantastic. Um, but as far as the, that happening, you know, that's part of the game, you know, and um, it's about doing the simple things sometimes like playing catch and making good throws and making good decisions. But when you start getting out there and there's, you know, 14,000 people, uh, it's it's nerve-wracking, you know, and, and I, I feel for them. You know, nobody wants to go out and losing like that, I, but we've been there too. 
Coach, you've played in a lot of postseasons, you've played in a lot of World Series, but even you're in uncharted territory for yourself now. Can you sum up that side of it? Because this is new even to Mike White. Exactly. That's what the team said to me. This is the best team I've ever had. So, you know, <laughs> at times it didn't feel like that. It's been, a, it's, truthfully, it's been one of the hardest years I've ever had to coach. Um, just the ups and downs and the, you know, the things that have happened. Um, it's, it's been difficult, but... Um, and I credit to my coaching staff as well. Uh, we've kind of pulled things together. We've, we've, uh, you know, we're learning as we go. You know, I, you know, I've only really been coaching 12, 12 years as, as a head coach, more or less. I think I can't keep keep track now. It's like being on a treadmill; it just goes. Um, you know, so I'm always learning. I'm learning how to, you know, this new age, uh, Generation Z, is it or whatever? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Is Z? We start back at A soon. Or, I don't know. Uh, but you know, it is. It's learning about you know what makes them tick. It's not about what I want. It's about what makes them work. And we've been able to do that. We've we've helped accommodate what they need, and what we need, and we're on the same page. And you can finally start to see it come together. I mean, I'm telling you, like I said last night uh, in March, I wouldn't never have thought we'd be in this position. But you know, credit to the team; they've they've stuck it out and they're playing really hard right now. It's Mike White, the head coach at the University of Texas, formerly at uh, Oregon. Great success there, but now has a team in the championship series for the first time. First time Texas has been in the championship series as well. First unseeded team to make the uh, Women's College World Series championship series. Now they get another shot at Oklahoma. And uh, the Texas mantra is all the pressure's on them. We got no pressure on us whatsoever. I'll put it this way. Their season has been really great and special, and and it's been a nice story. That's that's all I'll say. You think it's about a, about to end? That, One that, way that light other. at the end of the tunnel is not a national championship ceremony. <laughs> it's it's a it's a freight train Jocelyn with, with a big OU on it. That's yeah, exactly right. That's right. That whole team, especially her, but uh, that whole team is just incredible. Yeah, that's a really good point. So the championship series begins uh, tomorrow night, off day today. Tomorrow night, best of three series. Seven thirty tomorrow night on ESPN. Six thirty on Thursday on ESPN2, then if necessary on Friday, 7.30 on ESPN for the uh, third and final game of the best of three series. Oklahoma-Texas, Red River showdown. So it was either going to be Oklahoma won the first, you know, or that half of the bracket. It was either going to be Bedlam or Red River, you know, for the championship series. So, uh, again, all Big 12, I'm saying that, all Big 12, Oklahoma and Texas in the Women's College World Series Championship <laughs> Series. All right, how about baseball? Uh, we'll update you on that after we take a break. Check weather, have more, and we'll be right back on the other side. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, and the Allen Samuels Studios. Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank Central Texas is independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007. Your ESPN Central Texas weather forecast, sunny and hot. Not a surprise, a high today of around 97 with an overnight no overnight low near 75. Expect those temperatures Around that, the rest of the week with highs between 95 and 100 and overnight lows near 75. Currently, it's 96 at ESPN Central Texas. What a year for Baylor Athletics. 
and Baylor ends Oklahoma's unbeaten season. The Bears snap the Sooners winning streak at 17. Baylor wins in Big 12 play over Oklahoma. 27-14 the final score. It just means more when you beat a team like Oklahoma. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for The Naked Truck, the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you? Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online? Really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. I am going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Lakeyear Drive in Waco. At UBO Business Services, we understand that digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Like most of us, Ronnie Weathorn's reflecting on his dad these days. Who do you turn to for advice? When I needed a plumber, I asked my dad. When I wasn't sure what car to buy, I asked my dad. But one time, I chose my own mechanic. That didn't turn out so well. Dad looks at me and says, what did you do that for? I could have told you not to use that guy. So what are you going to do when you need foundation repair? You better ask Dad. And Dads, if you want to be the hero, you better say, The Foundation Doctor. Only The Foundation Doctor will care for your kid's home the way you do. We never recommend work you don't need, and we offer the best products for the best value. The Doctor will never be that guy. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive.
with us with the Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day on this Tuesday. Every rejoin one through the summer. A shout-out to Rob Sellers and the Funky Bump of the Day. Welcome back. John Morris, Aaron Sexton, brought to you in part by the Pioneer Boys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Drove by that new location uh, just a few minutes ago, about, what, uh, 30 minutes ago coming uh, out to the station. Okay, 25 minutes ago coming to the station, but right there on Loop 340 South, right next door to Busby Feed and Seed, and the new location looks spectacular. Uh, they were working on the, uh, they were up on the top of the front facing of the building, not the awning over the front door, but a little bit higher than that, working on something up there as I came by a little while ago, but it just looks uh, spectacular, looks ready to move in. I can't tell, you know, just from the outside if it is. John Embry says they hope uh, mid-July to early August to move to the new location, but you can watch that progress there on Loop 340 South. Uh, of the new location for Pioneer Steel and Pipe. New location, yes, but same ownership, same family-operated business serving Central Texas since 1943, covering four generations. It's now Braden Embry making the calls there, and uh, you can you can trust their experience at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. If you're building a metal building or a barn dominium and don't know how to get started, the guys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe will help you find the best contractor for the project remember they deliver and unload it's pioneer steel and pipe locations in waco right now at 913 south loop drive and orchard lane plus a new location or a, and a location in Bryan, and that new location in waco on loop 340 south check it out for pioneer steel and pipe always available on the web at pioneerboys.com all right, NCAA baseball uh, got through some games last night. Uh, we'll talk about the Big 12 schools, but how about Texas State last night? Did you see that against Stanford? I did not get to see it. I didn't watch it last night, but I got the report this morning. So they're playing Stanford, the number two national seed in Palo Alto, Alto at the Dun- Sunken Diamond, and it's a 1-1 game going to the ninth inning. The winner goes on to the Super Regional. Stanford, the number two national seed. Texas State scores two runs in the top of the ninth inning. They go up 3-1 to one on Stanford. Stanford scores three runs uh-huh. in the bottom of the ninth and wins it 4-3. to three. How about that? Uh, so close. Yes. But that shows you how good a team that Texas State team is and uh, what a season they've had. It comes to an end there in a tight game in, uh, in uh, Palo Alto against Stanford. Yeah, it's tough to go to Stanford because, like you said, they're the number two seed overall for a reason. To go up there and almost beat them to get to a Super Regional is pretty impressive. Really impressive. Great year for Texas State. Uh, Congratulations uh, to them, but it comes to an end. Stanford advances to a Super Regional. They'll host a Super Regional against UConn. UConn uh, coming out of the uh, regional hosted by Maryland. Maryland was the number one seed there. UConn was actually the three, but wins that one. So Stanford and UConn coming up uh, in the Supers beginning on Friday. Uh, elsewhere, Big 12-wise, we knew that uh, Texas had won. They swept through the Austin Regional. They are now headed to uh, play East Carolina East Carolina, uh, the winner of their own regional that they hosted. Both teams, identical records, 45-19 and 19 on the season. Regional begins on 
Friday the 10th at 11 a.m. our time for Texas and East Carolina. 11 a.m. on ESPN2. Game 2 would be Saturday at 11 a.m. East Carolina, Aaron, they've won 21 of their last 22 games coming into this Super Regional. So uh, nothing to sneeze at there and should be fun to watch. Texas and East Carolina in that regional. In Greenville, where's East Carolina? Greenville, South Carolina or North Carolina? I think South Carolina. South, okay. I, don't, I, I know the city is Greenville, but I'm no. not sure. <laughs> Let's say the state is East Carolina. How about that? <laughs> Check that out for me. Also, Oklahoma wins. Uh, they win a one-run game, wait out a long rain delay, and win 5-4 to four over Florida to win that regional in Gainesville. We were inc- I was incorrect. Greenville, North Carolina. North Carolina. Okay, very good. Uh, so Oklahoma wins and knock off the top seed there, Florida. Florida, the number 13 national seed. But I told you, OU, you know, kind of had a burr under their saddle with uh, not getting a host spot. Big 12 uh, tournament champs tie for second in the Big 12 regular season, get sent to Florida, and sure enough, they come out of there with the uh, regional title. So well done by the Sooners. They are headed to Blacksburg, Virginia. They'll play Virginia Tech, uh, best of three, super regional. that begins on Friday afternoon at 2 o'clock our time on ESPN2. So you can watch, uh, if you want to watch, uh, you can watch uh, Texas, East Carolina, and Oklahoma, Virginia Tech back-to-back on ESPN2 on Friday. Other regional winners and super regional matchups, Tennessee, number one with a bullet. They advance. They will play Notre Dame. That will be in Knoxville beginning on Friday. Uh, Texas A&M will meet Louisville. Uh, Texas A&M hosting in College Station. They'll begin Friday evening, 7.30 our time. Um, Let's see. Auburn and Oregon State will meet in a super regional Hosted by Oregon State, the number three national seed. Ole Miss and Southern Miss matched up in a super regional. How about that? Ole Miss uh, was the third seed in their regional, hosted by Miami, and they come out of that with a win. And um, uh, they'll now meet in-state foes Southern Miss. Southern Miss is hosting. They're the number 11 national seed. The other one is North Carolina and Arkansas. Arkansas knocked off Oklahoma State last night. And uh, Arkansas advances out of the Stillwater Regional, and they will play uh, at North Carolina. North Carolina is the number 10 national seed. Um, we mentioned Stanford and UConn and the other Super Regional. So down to the uh, final uh, uh, 16 in the NCAA Baseball Super Regionals play beginning on Friday in Super Regional action. Some good matchups there. That'll be fun to watch. Yeah, a little disappointed and some of the teams that didn't make it, especially, yeah. you know, South, like we talked about, Southwest Texas State yeah. uh, and some of the Big 12 teams, but it's still going to be fun and looking forward to uh, looking forward to the Super Regionals. Those are always great matchups. So that's, that's what's next for NCAA baseball beginning again on Friday. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, the other NCAA event that is going on, uh, actually beginning tomorrow, is the NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships. Baylor is well represented. In fact, as well represented as they ever have been. 21 entries into the NCAA National Outdoors, and it all begins tomorrow, and tomorrow could be a big, big first day for Baylor Track and Field. We'll tell you all about that when we come back. Hey, glad you're with us on ESPN Central Texas. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alliance Bank Central Texas. 
Alliance Bank is independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007. That's Ricky Thompson. That's Eric Shero. That's a good group over at Alliance Bank, Central Texas. Alliance Bank, it's your bank. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Our friend in the basketball business is Matthew Meyer. I did narrow down my list of four schools, and they're all great schools. And, you know, they all have such great qualities. But I actually have figured out what school I'm going to go to. And I'd love to say it on your show because you've been great to me for four years. So I'll just say it right now, I'm committed to Illinois. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I brought my own sound effects. That's the door slamming every time I ask a woman out. <laughs> they don't shut the door in your face, though, when you want to give them a free estimate for foundation repair. No, they don't. They normally say something else. Well, they say, hi, Jimmy, come give me a free foundation inspection. And you get start by giving us a call at 254-235-4922. You tried, but that was dumb. Keep going. Jimmy.com. Yeah, that's me, fixitjimmy.com. Matter of fact, if I come to your door, slam it in my face, make me feel like I'm hanging out with Jana. <laughs> With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Her Refuse LLC provides residential and commercial dumpster service in China Spring, Bosqueville, Valley Mills, Crawford, and Spiegelville. They have over 40 years combined experience in the refuse industry. If you need help with waste management at your home or business, call Michael today at Kerr Refuse, LLC, 254-300-5772. Or check them out at KerrRefuse.com or on Facebook. This is ESPN Central Texas. Are you looking for a home builder that offers professionalism, competitive pricing, craftsmanship, and quality materials? Consider contacting Northstar Custom Homes. Northstar works with many lenders and realtors to meet owner requirements from design to a finished project. They cater to the military and work to provide VA and FHA loans. Northstar's projects range from $250,000 to multi-million dollar homes. Follow the Northstar and find your way home. Learn more at NorthstarHomesWaco.com. Looking for answers to your financial questions? In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we break down investments and wealth management in a Q&A style format. I'm Joe Kalea with the Kalea Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams & Sons Roofing. All-Pro defensive tackle Aaron Donald is returning to the Los Angeles Rams with a big raise that will make him the highest-paid non-quarterback in the NFL, $30 million per year. NCAA Softball World Series that Texas and Oklahoma start tomorrow night. Texas is the first unseeded team to reach the World Series. Colorado gets the sweep over the Oilers and is heading to the Stanley Cup. They await the winner of New York and Tampa Bay. New York leads that series 2-1. Game 4 tonight in Tampa Bay. Puck drops at 7 o'clock. Mariners beat the Astros last night 7-4. Astros and Mariners tonight 7-10 first pitch. Texas Rangers rained out last night. Rangers and Guardians today with a double header. And you can hear those games on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hey, thanks to Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business on the web at allensamuelsdcj.com. Welcome back, John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuels Studios. Mentioned uh, the NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships begin tomorrow at refurbished Hayward Field in Eugene, Oregon. Aaron, we were out there in December. Baylor basketball played uh, Oregon uh, in in beautiful Matthew Knight Arena. Now, they've got some facilities out there. It's a lot of the Nike. It's uh, Phil Knight money, <laughs> obviously uh, very very uh, prominent alum for the University of Oregon. But that track, man, that track is the mecca for track and field, not just college, but really worldwide. And it had a uh, the old Hayward Field had a real charm to it. You know, it was sort of sort of a throwback. And it just was uh, was the mecca because of so much history there. But then they said, hey, we're hosting all these collegiate meets. We're hosting world championships. You know, we're hosting the top meets really in the world, and we need to refurbish this uh, track. So they did, and they spent $273 million on their track, okay? And not a completely new one, but this is just a renovation. $273 million, I think, is more than we spent on McLean Stadium. But uh, it, it looks spectacular. When we were out there for basketball, I made a point to walk to campus and find the track because I just wanted to see it in person. And it is unbelievable. So that's where the NCAA Outdoor Championships uh, are taking place again this year. It begins tomorrow. And uh, a number of events tomorrow. And a big day, I mentioned, could be for Baylor tomorrow because some field events uh, will be front and center on the first day of the championships. That includes Zaza Prosper in the javelin throw. He is number one in the nation he has uh, set a Baylor school record. He has set a Nigerian record in his freshman year at Baylor, and he is the odds-on favorite to win the Javelin. So watch for him tomorrow, Zaza Prosper. And then uh, Johnny Brackens in the long jump for a good part of the season. He was number one in the nation in the long jump, right now number two in that event. But uh, he has had a spectacular season as well. The coach of the, uh, the jumpers, and not just Brackens, but on the women's side, Alex Madlock and Kyra Petway will compete in the long jump on Thursday, and Coy Johnson in the triple jump on Saturday. 
So a lot of competition uh, by the Baylor jumpers in track and field. And the coach of that event is Stacy Smith. And Stacy uh, spoke to reporters before they took off for Eugene last week. What the goals were there, but you know how cool was that to get that many of the jump crew there? Yeah, that was that was the goal. That was the goal. <laughs> yeah, that was the goal. We all talked about it, you know, kind of going into it um, all season. We've yeah. just kind of been talking about it. Hey, let's contribute. Let's do our part for the team. You know, um, most of the time you have so many sprinters, so many. Um, Hurdlers, you know, you have all of them contributing. And I was like, hey, the jumpers, we have to do our part. And so they all bought into that this year, and that's kind of what we've been doing. It's like, oh, we got to score. And so in their head, every time they're on the runway, they're like, right. I got to score. Right. I got to get points for the team. And so um, that has always been a goal for us. Um, going into regionals, they were all ranked really high. And so I told them, hey, it's not over. We right. got to go in, but we don't have to do anything um, that we haven't done all year. Right. So just go in and let's compete. And they all did well. Um, Alex, I was expecting her to come out. Through the Triple. Yeah, but she hurt her ankle here at okay. our MJ last meet, and so that it ankle's like been, been her better. It is. Yeah, mm-hmm. Triple is her better, yeah. and um, she's a little sad about that, not right. getting to do that. Right. Um, but it's just that ankle just hasn't come all the way back. But she's yeah. been able to survive on it for long jump because you know you just that one quick takeoff. Right. But that triple, that coming off that first, back on it, it's yeah. too much. So. Getting Koi through, maybe it wasn't a surprise for you, but I mean, she and she did really well. She really did. You know, Koi um, has come on this year, yeah. big time. She yeah. said she didn't want to get left home again. Yeah. So okay. <laughs> that was her goal. Okay. She, uh, it was really sad on, I guess, some of my days are off Wednesday when she jumped and didn't make it in the long jump. Oh, man. She yeah. cried so hard right after that. And I say, hey, you get another chance. You have another she chance. she close in the long jump? I don't remember. She, no, she wasn't. She didn't jump well at all. Yeah. Um, well, she found one. That probably would have got her in. But yeah. um, And so she was just real heartbroken about that. So I just say, hey, you didn't see how you feel right now. You don't want to feel like this on Friday or Saturday or whatever. Yeah. So I say, hey, let's just go in and um, yeah. let's do it. And I said, triple right now this year has been your better event. Right. And you got to go in there with that mentality that, hey, I know what I'm doing. I can do this. And sure enough, that first jump. It was the first jump. It was the first jump. She put it out there, and that was it. Mm -hmm. I I was surprised when I went back and looked that Kyra hadn't even made it to nationals. No, this is And then she said, I think she said she'd never even had a regional mark. No. Not at all. What's the difference in her? You know, I think this year she came in with a lot of confidence. You know, at the end of last year, she said, Coach, I really think I can do well. She said, can I come back next year? And I'm yeah, if you want to. <laughs> you know, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. And uh, she wanted to come back. She and had an extra She year. had an extra year. COVID. Yeah, yeah. And she just really came back and just have been doing well, both on the um, Coach Ford's side and my side. She's right. just been running well and jumping well. She has a lot of confidence. Yeah. And I think that's helped her this year. She was like, hey, this is it. What do I have to lose? You know, she has a job waiting on her in July. So she's <laughs> just like, you know, hey, I'm just going to enjoy this right. and have fun with it. And I think cool. that has helped her a lot, just yeah. to kind of relax and just do it yeah yeah and I have to worry about oh this is what am I going to do next or and um yeah she just came back and ready to go she's jumping very well if you looked at the whole group I'm talking about all the entries I would think Johnny's one of the I mean like Bryce I think is doing five to watch and he's Mm -hmm. saying he's a guy to watch to maybe win a national championship is Is he capable of that I mean he's put marks out there Mm -hmm. he's very capable of that for Johnny I say if Johnny comes down on the first jump and take off on the first jump like he can, he'll win it. Yeah. I don't think anybody in the country can jump as well as he's jumping right now. Yeah. Johnny's just that far above everybody. It's amazing to watch him jump. I don't know if you've seen him jump, but he's amazing. (laughs) Yes. 
he and uh, I think Kyra said maybe even the whole crew like they've had a bunch of good jumps they haven't yes. been on the board is that That's- is that they foul them, Jerry. That makes yeah. me so bad. Yeah. Oh, it's just, I mean, the jumps are there for all of them. Kyra, uh, was it conference? I think I maybe Kyra, I know Kyra probably hit 22 feet at conference yeah. and she fouled it. And she said, that's what it's supposed to feel like. Yes, that's what it's <laughs> supposed it. to feel like. But you got to put your foot on the board. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She was like, I know I can do it. Yes, you can do it, but you have to do it. So we've been working on approach, 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 just trying to get that approach down where they're all comfortable at a certain spot. And let's just go. Don't back off and go forward. So they're all capable of jumping very well, much better than they have. Mm-hmm. Mike, I think, talked about it going into regionals. There seemed like there was more pressure on the field events just because, you know, you're used to getting three and then another three. Another three. And it's got to be in that first three. That, that is a lot of pressure. That is a lot of pressure. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. Yes, because you, you think, oh, you, you know, the foul the first one, and you're like, oh, no. I only have two more chances to try to get this right. And you don't know where you are in rotation. So I'm having somebody sit next to me. Okay, what number are we? What number is she? You know, just trying to figure it out. And the second jump, you're like, ugh. You know, Alex, on the last jump, I thought I almost had a heart attack. It's like, girl, don't ever do me like that. She was, what, 30, 34? Yes. So she, got, she, got she got the qualifying mark on her third oh, jump. Yeah, she was like 34th or something. And she comes down the runway, and I'm thinking, don't foul. Just put your foot on the board and finish a jump. And she got it in. But it's stressful. And then that's it. Yeah. yeah, and then that's it. Yeah. Oh, I just, I do not like that. It's hard, yeah. And now the pressure is back on just to get to the final. Just to get to the final. So it's, again, yeah. you got to get those top three. You got to get the best marks in and get to the final. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. That is Stacey Smith, Baylor uh, Associate Head Coach for Track and Field. Jerry Hill, our correspondent there. So thanks to Jerry for the audio. Stacey uh, Smith, uh, a great experience in the NCAAs herself. She's the Baylor Outdoor and Indoor record holder in the triple jump. And she has won the only female individual national title in women's program history at Baylor. She won the 1999 NCAA Outdoor Triple Jump title. So Stacy knows what she's talking about when she's coaching those jumpers. Uh, she spoke about Johnny Brackens, the great first season he has had. Here is Johnny Brackens again visiting with reporters. Go headed into the NCAA Outdoor Championships. Brackens will jump for the first time in Eugene, Oregon tomorrow. That's cool. Yes, it is. Definitely. Um, it's a big achievement for me. Yeah. Came up short and indoor, so it's good to make it in both now. Was the hurdles a little bit of a surprise, or did you um, think you were capable of that? Or I know I was capable of it. I think this season I've had a lot of ups and downs with hurdles, just as far as staying healthy and having, like, smooth races. So I barely made it to the last round <laughs> at regionals, and I was like, you know, just go out there and give it everything you got. Mm-hmm. And I was in an outside line, so there was nobody to mess up my race this time. So I was like, all right, just get what you got, and it happened. So I know I was capable of it. I wasn't surprised. I was I was shocked at how I placed in my heat, but um, I wasn't surprised at all. So one, in the first round, you were one of the last? I was the last. To get, oh, the last. Yes. yes. I was the it last was that person. close to not even getting to the next yeah, round. Yeah, it just had a, it was a very rocky first day of regionals. Right. <laughs> and right. then um, I pulled it together for the, the last day, though, luckily. Yeah. So. Kyra was saying that uh, it might be a little cooler and maybe maybe a little rainy. Does that affect you in the long jump at all? Or um, jumping wise, not as much. I'm kind of used to that because that's how it is back home um, for me. Mm-hmm. But 
it definitely, as far as like which way the wind is going and stuff like that, it can take a toll on you. But I think at that caliber of a meet, you kind of just have to adapt to the situation. So I think my adrenaline's popping. If I'm ready to compete, I won't let it bother me. But I hope it's not <laughs> not too bad. So I mean, you're obviously a competitor. Uh, you know, are your goals the same for each event? Are they different? I mean, you know, you, you want to go out and win both? I mean, you know, what's the plan? Honestly, I, I don't set a lot of expectations for myself. I think ultimately if I can just go out there and compete healthy and um, execute everything correctly, I know I'll place well and potentially, you know, I could potentially snag a title on long jump. Um, I think hurdles, I'll have to do something crazy to, <laughs> to um, really get up there, but I think I'm capable of it. Um, I think overall I just want to, uh, PR is of course what I want What I want overall, but um, just if I can execute everything efficiently, I'll be okay. can't remember, did you beat the outdoor record yet? Or? Yes. Beat, yes but I you beat didn't that. beat the indoor. Yeah, right? I didn't get the indoor one, okay. <laughs> um, but Still I got the outdoor for. one that Texas Relays. With those kind of marks that you've had, I mean, you got to feel like mindset-wise that you can go in and compete with anybody in that event. I mean, or do you look around at all and see who you're going to be going up against? Or uh, most beats, I don't worry about who's there. Um, ultimately, I know, like, like I said, if I compete at the best of my ability, I can go against anybody. So um, just go out there with confidence, and that's really what drives me. And um, even if there's somebody that's beating me. If I'm still, you know, if I PR and they're still beating me, I still had an achievement there, so I'm not upset about it. But um, I don't really look at who's there. I kind of just look at how I'm competing. You did a few triple jumps early. Did you want to focus on one more than the other, or was the triple just not going like you wanted it to? Or um, It was just kind of a conflict with um, being able to train all of them in season. So I think we just looked at what I was being more successful in. And um, like I said, there was a bit of problems just staying healthy this, this season. So we just wanted to focus on the two that have um, done the best for me. So I'll probably jump back into triple next season. Though. Okay. That is Johnny Brackens. Uh, He'll compete for Baylor in the long jump beginning tomorrow. One of the favorites to win a national title in his event, the long jump. He also mentioned uh, he'll compete in the 110-meter high hurdles and uh, part of a great Baylor contingent. 21 entries from Baylor, men's and women's, uh, in the NCAA Outdoor Championships that begin tomorrow. That includes uh, both relays on both sides, the men's 4x1 and 4x4 and the women's. 4x1 and 4x4. Baylor, one of only six schools in the nation that uh, qualified all four relays to the championships. You can uh, watch along on ESPNU on Wednesday and Thursday, ESPN2 on Friday, Saturday on ESPN. Great coverage out there. And how about this? Uh, Part of the coverage for ESPN, Robert Griffin III on the track and field coverage for ESPN. You know, people forget, and by people I mean me, that he was a Big Twelve champion in her in, yeah, in the absolutely uh, was uh, in the long hurdles, right? Right, four hundred, four hundred. That's yep. right, yeah. And uh, was an All American, obviously. Um, you know what is it? Uh, Came close to making the Olympic team, right? Right. Yeah. And then I'd, what is it like the top six or All Americans? Uh, or something like maybe that? the top eight. Yeah, something like that. Right. So he won the Big Twelve and was a was an All American. And uh, like you said, yeah, almost made the Olympic team. Yeah, People forget that because he was such a great football player and won the Heisman. I know, exactly. Got to that fork in the road, man, where you got to pick, hey, do you want to be good? You want to be good at track and football, or do you want to be great at one of those? Yeah, I remember when that happened, and there was some question about which way he would choose because people were saying – Oh, he track. Yeah, and and they were saying, you know, he had a chance to be an Olympic gold medalist in track, and – 
Luckily for Baylor fans, he chose football. Yeah. <laughs> the rest so is history. He'll be part of the coverage for uh, ESPN. Begins tomorrow and Wednesday on ESPNU. So that's NCAA track and field uh, beginning tomorrow in Eugene, Oregon at Hayward Field. All right, take a break. Back with more in a moment. Final segment. Wrap things up. Give you some birthdays. Share some of that with you and more. Stay with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Kaleo Wealth Management Employing a comprehensive yet focused approach to your financial situation, Kaleo Wealth Management provides customized investment strategies designed to help you pursue your needs and goals. That is Kaleo Wealth Management. Also brought to you by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM. 92.3 FM and 100.9 FM. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at Alliance Bank. BankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Looking for something other than a tie this year for your gift to dad? Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond has received a new shipment of one of a kind novelty gift items. Perfect for his man cave. They also have metal signs for inside and outside the home or office. And there is no better place to buy guns or unique rustic furniture for home or his office. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. We get you. You're the kind of fan who watches a Rangers game and thinks, that bat would totally complete my dining room. Or maybe, I've got the perfect spot for that base. You're the reason we created The Authentic Store, a magical place where you can find your next prized baseball possession. Everything from game-used baseballs and bases to autographed photos and jerseys. And new items are always being added. Own a piece of the game at texasrangers.com slash authentics. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at centexsportsfan.com. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Are you in the market for a new home, small acreage, or farm and ranch property? Brown Realty represents buyers and sellers throughout Central Texas. They offer the best customer service for what could be the largest purchase an individual or family will make in their lifetime. Owner Barbara Brown has 17 years experience, so she has the knowledge potential buyers and sellers are seeking. Brown Realty and Valley Mills will be honored to serve you. Call 254-715-2881. 
Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. All pro defensive tackle Aaron Donald is returning to the Los Angeles Rams with a big raise that will make him the highest paid non quarterback in the NFL, $30 million per year. NCAA Softball World Series that Texas and Oklahoma start tomorrow night. Texas is the first unseeded team to reach the World Series. Colorado gets the sweep over the Oilers and is heading to the Stanley Cup. They await the winner of New York and Tampa Bay. New York leads that series 2 to 1. Game 4 tonight in Tampa Bay, puck drops at 7 o'clock. Mariners beat the Astros last night 7 4. Astros and Mariners tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Texas Rangers rained out last night. Rangers and Guardians today with a double header, and you can hear those games on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with us, final segment, John Morris Show on this Tuesday afternoon. Alongside Aaron Sexton. Hey, we're glad you're with us. Matt Mosley coming up top of the hour, four to six. If you're looking for the Rangers, they are playing right now. They're over on uh, ESPN Central. No, I'm sorry, over on Fox Sports Central Texas. (laughs) Fox Sports Central Texas, they were delayed. Uh, They got postponed last night by rain, delayed in starting today by rain, but they're playing now. First of two, Aaron, so you'll be here a while uh, with those two games tonight for the Rangers and the Guardians. Yes. Don't call them the Indians. I still, you know, why it's one of those things that I didn't think about. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I buy, I buy clearance shirts oh, for, yeah. for players that get traded because right. they're super cheap and they're super nice shirts. Right. And when, uh, oh, what was the pitcher's name? Got signed by the Rangers. Kluber? From, from, yeah, Corey yeah, Kluber. Yeah. Uh, got signed by the Rangers from the, from the Indians at the time. Um, I got a Corey Kluber shirt. Of course, he pitched one inning, hurt his arm, and never pitched for the Rangers again. Yeah. But I was wearing that a few weeks ago, and somebody was like, "Oh, they still make shirts with the old man." And I was, I thought about it. I was like, "I don't, you know, should I still wear the shirt? I don't know. You know I mean, it, I think it, it's okay. Yeah, it's kind of a throwback ways to look at it, right. right? Yeah. But I'd forgotten that. Yeah, you know, they're the Guardians now. Yeah, they've changed mascots and like they got the new shirts, shirts. Some of the shirts in my closet. Here you say, why do you keep that old shirt? And I said, well, it's a throwback. It's right, a exactly. classic. <laughs> I've got a lot of those. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I the think Rangers. you're like me and don't, I just don't like throwing away shirts. I have a hard time getting rid of them. I do, too. I I'm do. the worst. Yeah. I have, in the move, gotten rid of a lot, though. So uh, so the Rangers are playing the Guardians right now, first of two, and it's over on Fox Sports Central Texas. Birthdays today, let me mention some to you. It is uh, Jay Mathis's birthday. Happy birthday to Jay. A lot of you know Jay here in the area. It's J. 
John Newhall's birthday. Uh, we were in school together in Danville, Kentucky. Happy birthday to John. Mike Cadell's birthday today. Happy birthday to Coach Cadell. Beverly Reeves' birthday today. Maya Gamble. Um, Robert Ford's birthday is today. It'll be a holiday, an official holiday for uh, uh, Chris Allman, Robert Ford, the uh, voice of the Astros. So happy birthday to Robert. Does a terrific job. And it's Rick Whitson's birthday today. Happy birthday to Rick. Works with us. Helps us on football game days uh, up in the press box. Uh, let me look at one other list. I seem to think there's somebody that I'm missing here. Mm, well, that's it. That's all I got. Who would you add to that? Got a uh, pretty star-studded list, right. I think, today, as far as you know, people that I like. Yeah. Um, Tom Jones turns 82 today. Oh, nice. The legendary 82. Tom Jones, yeah. Uh, actor Liam Neeson turns 70. Jane's Addiction and Red Hot Chili Pepper guitarist Dave Navarro turns 55. Carl Urban turns 50. Now, you may not know who that is. He was in the Lord of the Rings series and in one of the uh, trilogy. And I don't want to say minor role, but it wasn't one of the major mm-hmm. roles. But he is uh, the star of The Boys on Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, is, for people who don't know, is a... Kind you of watch a, that? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, I've seen it. It's really heavily promoted, but I haven't seen it. It's it's dark. It's basically, okay. um, what if superheroes were not very nice and were controlled by a very large corporation? Really? It's also not very nice. It's dark, uh, okay. and there's and it's, it can get pretty violent at times. Okay. But it's very well written, and it's one of my favorite shows. They just released the first three episodes of season three last Friday, and I actually watched. Uh, episodes two and three last night and it's it's such a great show Mm. i I highly recommend it if that's what you're into and but remember keep in mind that it is a a dark show and there is violence it's not your regular there's your it's not the mcu superheroes (laughs) uh back to birthdays comedian bill Hader of saturday night live and uh currently uh starring in the hbo series barry he turns 44 actor and and actor michael Sarah who starred in so many movies that I like, uh, Superbad, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, Juno. He turns 34, mm, which 30. I thought he was older, but yeah. then you think he's been acting since he was in his mid-teens. Yeah. So I think he was probably about that old uh, when Superbad came out. Mm. Well, actually, a few of those movies. So uh, happy birthday to Michael Sarah. He turns 34. And that's today's birthdays. All right, good list there. Happy birthday uh, to everyone. If we missed you, I do apologize. Hey, we got to move out of here. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Keep it here. The Matt Mosley Show from 4 to 6. Remember Tom and Ward weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on Game Time, right here on ESPN Central Texas. We're Lord willing. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 3 p.m. Right now, stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. We know people, Aaron, from Big Spring. They're just not coming to mind right now.